This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Sandy Dalton and Steve Breckel from Wet Mountain Animal Welfare. We're going to be visiting on animal rescue and welfare. Under full disclosure, Sandy is the Wednesday host of Rockin' the Range right here on KLZR and is a core volunteer behind the scenes. Sandy and Steve, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Sandy, what was your first foray into animals and animal rescue? It's always been just a passion of mine since childhood and started volunteering at a vet clinic when I was 13. But I had been, you know, doing some rescue things at home whenever they came up growing up with our dogs and cats. And so stuff it goes way back, it sounds like. So it goes like. way back, yeah. Steve, how about you? Is this a lifelong passion for you? Oh, definitely. I started terrorizing my parents and my sister, grabbing snakes, turtles, horny toads, all sorts of things as a child. <laughs> and that kept going until I graduated high school. Started off with veterinarian training at NDSU, was accepted at Ames, Iowa, and I wish I would have kept following that, but things change over time, and now I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm glad to have you both here. Tell me, Sandy, how old is Wet Mountain Animal Welfare, and, and what was the catalyst for getting it started? It really started with Facebook connections and with Cynthia helping people and then a small group of people just kind of working together to help people with animals and Melissa was doing the pet wagon which is the food program mm -hmm. and eventually at one point decided to become an official nonprofit and the the whole deal so that you could start working on building a shelter and be part of all the things that a nonprofit gives you access to with getting donations to help more animals and being able to get the word out and doing that kind of stuff. That's good. So on a day-to-day -day basis, what are your main activities? Our big thing on a daily basis would be the Lost and Found Facebook, where people can post immediately, get the word out immediately, and we often have found animals that are back to their owners quickly that way get the word out on lost animals, which then everybody's looking for them, which makes a huge difference getting them found quickly if they're to be found. That's right. And time is of the essence in, yeah. in that kind of a situation. Yeah. I know I gave you a call one day because you were looking for lost goats. And, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I cited them in our subdivision here. So, Is it mainly dogs and cats that are your bailiwick, or does it get broader than that? I've seen since I've started... Dogs, cats, a pig, um, goats, llama, horses, cattle, pretty much everything but fish. Mm -hmm. Now, if someone has lost a pet, what's their best course of action? I would say get in touch with the Wet Mountain. Um, do a post on there. We're able to transfer it over to the other groups around the town, and from that... We have a group of people that keep their eyes open. There are people that are willing to drive on roads that I wouldn't even want to drive on trying to find them mm -hmm. and just keep the notifications going. 
And one thing you- that we lo- would like to see, or myself personally, is if the pet is found, whether it's a dog, a cat, horse, whatever, let us know right away that, yes, the pet is back home. That way we can save our resources yeah, right. for others. And, uh, Sandy, how often are there lost pets? Is it a daily or a weekly or a monthly kind of thing? It'll kind of come and go in waves, and we might have several a day. We might go a week or two or longer without actually hearing of one. Or sometimes we'll get one that they're found almost as quickly as they're posted. But I would add to when you are looking for a lost pet, there's kind of a list of phone calls that you want to make to. Okay. To check with the sheriff's office, both of the vets up here, the shelter in Fremont, the one in Salida, shelters in Pueblo, and I would call all the way to Werfano County, because one thing that people will do here, especially people who don't live here who are just traveling through, they'll see a dog, they'll pick it up, and they'll take it to a shelter many counties over or sometimes in another state. And that obviously makes the reunion very tough. Sandy, what about fostering? Is that something needed? It's a huge need. It's always a huge need. We can use fosters for all kinds of situations for dogs and cats and emergency situations where people need to find a place for the animal to be right away. Other situations where people need to rehome more gradually, but they need to get it done and then a lot of times people will find an animal and have it for a short, short period of time and determine they can't keep it at their, at their home any longer. Mm-hmm. What is an average fostering time? Well, we haven't had enough fosters to come up with an average time. We've, we've had very few situations where someone fostered for us. We have one foster right now who is currently occupied socializing in fostering a cat and so that is a long process and does that last uh, a few days a, a few weeks typically if this it, when there's an animal that's ready for a home it could last a few days mm-hmm. when there's an animal that needs socializing or training or been through a traumatic background getting it where it is maybe it needs medical care and daily medications and different things that can take weeks or months we fostered a dog for five minutes uh, in our neighborhood. We found it wandering around, brought it into the house, and then my wife noticed a truck driving slowly, and it was a, one of the construction workers there. So yeah, uh, it, that was fun. But that and that's a, that's the kind of success story you really like to hear. Yes. Oh, uh, Steve, what about microchipping? Uh, is that something your group does? Definitely, that's one thing I wish that we could do quite a for quite a few more clinics with but with what's going on in the world today can't really do it Um, if somebody would like to get microchipped let us know and if need be we will find the person to do a one-on-one for it and get it done i i know of different animals if it wasn't for the microchip they could be in fremont they could be in salida they could be down in trinidad but that microchip that saved them from, you know, 100 miles or plus. Definitely well worth it. Let me remind folks, we're visiting with Sandy Dalton and Steve Breckel of Wet Mountain Animal Welfare. Sandy, how about 
spay and neutering, is that something that you're working with? Yes, it's a constant need. It's something that we have a program that helps with a discount for that for people so that they can do the spaying and neutering in a timely fashion. It's something you have to stay on top of or it spirals out of control. And so we're always trying to improve our spay and neuter funding and programs so that we can help more animals. And it's really at the heart of nipping almost everything in the bud that that could arise as a community problem. Remind folks of your website if they wanted to check out your organization in a little more detail. Our website is wetmountainanimalwelfare.org. What is more active right now is the Facebook group that we have for the lost and found, and people post when they need to rehome animals and things like that. So there's other stuff that's on that Facebook page. Suppose I'm a pet owner and I'm struggling to keep my pet fed. Can you help out Definitely. on that? We've got a group that about every other week I run over food for them. It's no cost to them whatsoever. It's through the pet wagon. And willing to do that for anybody. With the times that we're going through right now, it's tough. I mean, you're looking at $20 bag of dog food or $20 to feed your whole family for the next couple days. And unfortunately, the animals normally get forgotten. Back when I was a consultant, we used to talk about BHAG's big, hairy, audacious goals. That big, that big strike that's kind of out there that you'd love to, to grab. What is it for Wet Mountain Animal Welfare? That's going to be the shelter, and that's something that's really badly needed. We don't have one here. Mm-hmm. The contract is for Fremont Humane, which is an hour away on a good day, and people can't. a lot of people just cannot go down there mm-hmm. to look for their animals. It's traumatic for the animal to be transported and put in that environment. So overall, we need one here when animals are still here for usually just a few hours. The owner is usually found, but if they're on the way to Canyon, then that turns into a, a huge process. Exactly. And have you started fundraising on such a, such a project? We've been fundraising on that since the very beginning when uh, the group was formed. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's a, it's a big, big goal. Yep. That is definitely one of those. Your organization is a 501c3? Yes. And you're part of the uh, Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation Spirit Campaign, I know. Yes. So people can donate there. As with any 501c3, you have needs. What are you after? Money, volunteers? I mean, what's on your short list right now? I guess right now would be money. Mm -hmm. With what's going on, we're not able to do our chip clinics. We're not able to do a lot of our fundraising things that are normally a group perspective. So I guess right now would be the money. Okay. And who are your key volunteers? Maybe other board members, uh, other people that you recognize here? We have mainly our board members involved. We have our foster right now and... 
we've got members of the community that step up and help out. Uh-huh. And they are greatly appreciated, to put it mildly. This, like I keep saying, at this time, it would be nice to have a little bit more help. You know, fosters, um, even taking a pet that needs to go for a surgery or something like that. There are people that can't drive right now. Yeah. So if we have someone that says, yeah, I'll take them up to Colorado Springs to the ortho, or I'll take them for a surgery to Denver, wherever, that is a big help also. Yeah. Because unfortunately, I know in my own case, I mean, I've got a $5,000 leg in my pup right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to say that I don't like that because as far as I'm concerned, Franco is my family. I would do it for my kids. I'll do it for him. Same thing. I didn't know where to turn to. I didn't know who I could talk to just even to make myself feel better. And it's another thing, communication. You can talk to any one of the board members if you're going through a struggle Go ahead, reach out. If you need be, private message on Facebook, email, whatever. Uh, basically, all of us have gone through something like that. Don't wish it on anybody, but <laughs> we've gone through it, and we have an idea on how to get through it in the long run. That's uh, good advice. We had a bionic dog ourselves. It had a couple of sur- major surgeries, and it's uh, uh, not only expensive, but traumatic for the family and the animal, for sure. As we run short of time, uh, what have we missed? Well, I, I would kind of go back to something Steve touched on, is that the response that we get from the community when a need arises is unbelievable. It's just amazing. And I would say we get more going on there where something comes up and it's like everyone just jumps in to help. That's good. More than sort of regulars that are doing stuff all the time. But when there's a need, they're there. Good. Uh, Steve and Sandy, thanks for stopping by today. Yep, you're welcome. It's always good to hear what the latest is. We've been visiting with Sandy Dalton and Steve Breckel from Wet Mountain Animal Welfare. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground.